0: You're listening to a Richwood Church Podcast. And dads, we do appreciate you so much. So happy Father's Day. And we need you because we all know that faithfulness is a hard commodity to find. In this culture, spouses leave, politicians lie, friends disappoint, And churches split. And yet our hearts long for something more. Our hearts long for relationship, commitment. Our hearts long to live life with someone who's dependable and someone we can be vulnerable with. And human beings can provide that in small doses. But God can fill that need every day and forever. And so now in the midst of this crazy time we live in, this confusing landscape of COVID-19 and, and racial unrest and skyrocketing mental health crisis, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to take heart because there is one who is trustworthy. There is one who is dependable. There is one who will never go back on his word. And so you can thrive in this culture, though it's gone mad, by placing your hope in the faithfulness of God. And so we're going to look at a really great passage together, and it's Hebrews ten twenty three. And so if you have a Bible, if you have a phone, a tablet with you, you can turn there with me, Hebrews 10, verse 23. And here, the author of Hebrews is urgently concerned that his readers were running out of faith. And so, he pens these words. Verse 23, Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Wow, what Incredibly healing words. When everything around us seems to be going off the rails, he who promised is faithful. So, first, let me encourage you as you slug it out in this culture that God's faithfulness means that he is trustworthy and his promises never fail. We're in a series entitled, Who is God? And we've dealt with these different parts of God and who He is. We went to the unchangeableness of God, and we found incredible joy in the fact that though everything is changing, God isn't and doesn't, and He's always the same. And now we land on this incredible doctrine of the faithfulness of God. So let's first define it. And it's a pretty simple definition. The faithfulness of God is this. God is trustworthy and will do all he has said and fulfill all he has promised. Simple definition, incredible doctrine. And what a a strange year it's been. In in some ways, it's been a terrible year. And, And so it's important that we latch on to this doctrine of the faithfulness of God. I recently saw this meme involving the movie Back to the Future. You've probably seen it as well. And if you remember that car that Marty McFly used to speed into the future, and in this meme, the doctor looks at him and he says, rule number one, don't set it to 2020. And that's so true. It's been one of those years that we'd all like to forget. But in the midst of all of that, God's faithfulness is still real. It's desperately needed good news. We've got a pandemic. We've watched the horrific death of George Floyd. We've got racial unrest. And the need for an anchor in people's lives has been pushed to the forefront. And so God's faithfulness is a doctrine that is so important for us to understand and so important for us to believe. It's desperately good news. People are looking for hope. They desperately need hope. This is a Washington Post story or part of one that details the desperate need for hope. It says this, three months into the coronavirus pandemic, The country is on the verge of another health crisis. With daily doses of death, isolation, and fear generating widespread psychological trauma. Federal agencies and experts warn that a historic wave of mental health problems is approaching depression, substance abuse, post-traumatic stress disorder, and suicide. Now, that's a frightening prognosis. And the thing that makes it more frightening is that we are all susceptible to these ills. But the truth of the matter is, it's also a golden opportunity for those of us that follow Jesus to offer him to the world. That is so desperately in need of this kind of hope. And we want others to be encouraged just like we can be encouraged by The faithfulness of God. Theologian Wayne Grudem puts it this way when he describes God's faithfulness. He said that he can be relied upon and he will never prove unfaithful to those who trust what he has said. Indeed, the essence of true faith is taking God at his word and relying on him to do as he promised. We can rely on God to do what he's promised. And that's good news. And others need that hope too. So who in your sphere of influence can you pray for? Can you begin to develop a relationship with? Who in your sphere of influence can you offer this amazing truth of the faithfulness of God? And I want you to remember as the world continues to turn and as events Change And as it gets really dark at times, that the faithfulness of God is your hope. And I'll go one step further. It is really your only hope. And so that's good news. And so now, as we dissect Hebrews 10.23, we can discover how this hope applies to our everyday lives. And first, because we can live with confidence in God's reliability we see how this truth works itself out. It means that we can hold fast to our faith in Christ. The faithfulness of God is the glue that holds our faith together. In the first part of the verse, the author writes, Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. And here, the confession of our hope refers to Christ and his work. And the faithfulness of God is seen in his sending his son into the world to be our savior. And the fact that Jesus has ascended and is glorified and one day will return for his own. And even right now, he's our high priest. He's praying for you. He, he cares about you. There's nothing that you run into that he doesn't understand. That's all made possible because of the faithfulness of God. And so the command is to hold fast to our belief in Christ. And that very command implies that there's a danger in us relinquishing our faith. So again, the author of Hebrews is concerned about the faith of his audience. And we don't know who the author is or exactly who he was writing to, though it was likely Jewish believers in either Rome or in Palestine. And the primary group was probably believers who were suffering persecution at the hands of other believers, or other Jews, I should say. And they were an immature group of believers because this was all new to them. And so the author is writing here to help them hold on to their faith and not drift back into the empty the empty rituals and traditions of Judaism. Another group that he was writing to would have been Jewish non-believers who were convinced of the basic tenets of the faith, but they hadn't yet put their faith in Christ, and so he wants them to meet Jesus. And then the third group consists of Jewish non-believers not convinced of the gospel, though some had exposure to it. And so he's got these people in front of him, whoever this author is, and he's talking about not relinquishing oneself to the pressure of going back to the old ways. The old ways of Judaism that that didn't speak of freedom in Christ. And I think many of us still feel that pressure in 2020. Because there's, there's always pressure to drift back into religiosity, into rules in order to fill a void that we had before we met Christ. And I think faith, at least for me, is always kind of like walking on the edge of a cliff. I always feel like I'm so close to falling off, but it's the faithfulness of God. It's His hand on me that keeps me on the pathway and doesn't let that happen. He doesn't let me go back to the old ways, the old habits, the the old things that brought shame into my life. It's God's faithfulness that guards my steps. And God's faithfulness guards your steps because it's a very true doctrine. And so what's the command here to those who had put their faith in Christ. It's to hold fast, to not let go, to keep it. And it's so important that we listen to that command today. But we can't do it by our own power. We must understand that the only way we can do it is because God has us in his hand. And this is an important truth for us to understand. And Jesus talked about this in John 10:29. He said, "My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand." So, it's almost like an illusion that the world's gone off the rails because it may seem that way, but God has the world in his hands, and so he has you in his hands, and that means that it really hasn't gone off the rails, because you're walking with God. God is faithful. God is strong. God is in control, and faithfulness of God is available so that you can hold on. You can keep your faith in this difficult time, even though there are tremendous forces that may be tearing at you. you. You may have a job that is at risk, or maybe you've already been furloughed, or, or you've already lost your job. Maybe you're discouraged because you've had so many opportunities and, and, and so many activities that have just been stolen away from you by COVID-19, or quarantining is really pulling at your marriage, or substance abuse has entered the picture And maybe you're even wondering if it makes sense to follow Jesus anymore because you're under attack for being conservative. This is a hard time for believers, and it's important to hold on to your faith. But you must understand that it's God's faithfulness that is that glue that will do that for you. And the thought police, a virus, circumstances, illness, fear, whatever it is, cannot snatch you away from God. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, God will keep you close to him. And I want you to really treasure that doctrine because that will help you cope. And it will help you stay away from cynicism and discouragement and fear. God is faithful. God is trustworthy. His promises never fail. And it's his relationship that protects It's his faithfulness that protects your relationship with Christ. So, look with me now at the end of verse 23. For he who promised is faithful. Why can you be confident in your relationship with Christ? It's because he who promised is faithful. And so you can stand strong. You can defeat the powers of darkness. You can live for Christ unwaveringly because he who promised is faithful and because you've chosen through the power of the holy spirit and the call of god to put your hope in the faithfulness of god the bible is not silent about the faithfulness of god this doctrine is all over the place here are some examples of scripture that you can rely on as you deal with this doctrine Deuteronomy 7, 9, know therefore that the Lord your God, the faithful God, keeps his covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. That's great news. Lamentations 3, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And then in 1 Corinthians 1, 1.9, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And then 2, Corinthians, 2 Thessalonians 3, three, but the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. And we literally could go on and on. But do you see the hope that's here? You serve a good and faithful God. And regardless of where society is headed, that faithfulness doesn't change. It it can't move you away from God. And you you are the Lord's. You are redeemed. And you are redeemed by Jesus Christ. And so as you look at the world around you, you can see that Something isn't right. And maybe you're not a religious person. Or maybe you've been coming to church for a long time and you feel like you've been playing religion. Or maybe during this difficult time you've lost your faith. But you know that something isn't right. And the reason things aren't right is because of man's rebellion against God in the garden. And you've heard this before. Adam and Eve sinned. And because of that sin, everything changed between human beings and God. And though obviously God is still active in the world, we still see good things happen. We still see God's magnificent creation. We still see lives change, spiritually speaking, when Adam and Eve rebelled, when they ate the fruit, when they disobeyed God, they fell from relationship with God and then a fracture occurred and that's why the world is a mess so lately the big thing and you've followed the news you know this the big thing has been to take down statues everywhere that remind us of america's difficult past and and whether you agree with the methodology or not what the attempt to do is to make things right, to put things back the way they once were. And that's kind of like what it's like with God. He can take down those statues of your life that you keep going back to because you live in shame. You're unable to kick your past. You feel like you're mired in this dark place. But what I want you to do is to consider a relationship with Jesus Christ because he can redeem your past. He can grant you new life. He can give you eternal life. And that's because of the faithfulness of God. It it is the faithfulness of the Father that sent Jesus into our world to pay the penalty for sin. To die on the cross so that through belief that we can have Saving power. And by acknowledging that he is the son of God. And that he died on the cross to pay the penalty for sin. And when you repent of sin and believe. The Bible says in Romans 10.13. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Your statues of shame. Sin, all the mistakes, will be torn down. And in their place will be new life, eternal life. And the faithfulness of God will shine upon you in a way that you've never believed possible. That is the confession that we hold fast to. That's what we can never let go of. And so here's a question for you. Do you walk with God? Maybe you've been a believer a long time. Maybe you're just getting started. But do you believe in the faithfulness of God? I want you to remember. I want you to be encouraged because this is what the Bible is telling us in this verse that His promises never fail. He is always with you, He is persistent. He is protective. He is faithful. And the author of Hebrews is concerned about his readers because they were facing a hard road. They were being drawn back into their old ways. And I'm concerned about you too. Because in this landscape that we live in, in this confusion, in the middle of this hatred, in the middle of this division, in the middle of a pandemic and mental illness and broken families... I want you to take heart. I want you to be encouraged. Because there is one who is trustworthy. There is one who is dependable. And you can thrive in this culture by placing your hope in the faithfulness of God. And so I would like to just pause for a moment and pray for you. And that this truth would seep deep into your soul. Let's pray. God, I just am so thankful that we can open the Bible and we can see truth and we can know that you are faithful to those that you've called. And Lord, for those of us who are, are Jesus followers, I pray that you would just send a healing balm of encouragement and hope and help us to remember that That you're not going anywhere and that you are faithful to your promise and that he who began a good work is faithful to complete it. That's in each of our lives. Though it seems so dark at times. It seems so frustrating and discouraging. And I pray for those that have not yet made a decision to take that statue down and put in its place a new life through your your love and your ministry and what you did on the cross. And I pray that you would right now call each person to yourself so that there can be newness and there can be eternal life. And we praise you and thank you for this amazing attribute. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us on the Ridgewood Church Podcast.